right, everybody, welcome back to the Comedy Castle podcast. I'm Joel Fragameni, your host. This show this week is like none other that I've ever done in a great way. And uh, I will get into that in a little bit here. So uh, our headliner this weekend, Craig Shoemaker. Some of you know him as the Love Master. He's been coming to the Comedy Castle. Uh, I believe this would be his fourth decade <laughs> of appearing at the Comedy Castle, right? The 90s, the 2000s, the t- t- 2010s, 2020s, four decades, over 30 years. And Craig is always fun to talk to. I enjoy talking to him. Every time he comes to town in person, this is our first time talking on the phone and doing an interview, and he's got some great stories. Uh, We'll get into those in a second. Um, Let's tell you what's going on this week. Let's start there, and then we'll get into I got a couple. Another good story about last weekend I got to get into. But this week, Tuesday, November 14th, the Detroit to L.A. comedy competition is into the semifinals. That's at 7.30 p.m. We got a great lineup. They've all won. A round in the Detroit LA Comedy Challenge. And this is round two. So get your tickets for the 14th. That's Tuesday. Probably some of you hearing this on the 14th. So uh, that would be today. And then Wednesday, we've got a 101 Comedy Class Showcase, a beginner comedy class showcase, that is, on uh, Wednesday the 15th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, And then we go into the headliner shows. Thursday, Craig Shoemaker at 7.30 p.m., on the 16th, on the 17th, Craig's got shows at 7.15 p.m. and 9.45 p.m. Uh, Saturday nights, the 18th, 7 p.m. and 9.30 with Craig Shoemaker. Those will go quickly. If you want to come on Saturday, I suggest buying them as soon as you can. As soon as you hear this podcast and you say, I want to go see Craig Shoemaker on Saturday, hurry to get those tickets. JB Ball sold out the Saturday night show, the early one, and the late show was very busy. And I believe John Heffron the week before did that. So our Saturdays are big. You know, if you want to go the other nights, there's tickets available. But if you want to get those Saturday tickets, get them quickly. Uh, check comedycastle.com. And we do have a, a Sunday show. We got a great Sunday show this week. Sahib Singh. I hope I'm saying that that uh, correctly because uh, I was not familiar with him. But I was watching his Instagram, and it's very funny. He does some great stuff on there, and he's got uh, lots of followers. And uh, tickets are going quickly for that show, too. So that's on Sunday at 7 p.m. So come see uh, Sahib Singh, a funny young comic. I don't think he's ever been at our club before. So you'll have a, you'll have a good time this weekend. Lots of great things to see. We had a great week last week. Uh, uh, two dykes and a mic, the very funny podcast. Those ladies, uh, we had over 300 people in there on Tuesday night. That was terrific. Then we had just a wonderful evening with uh, my comedy class students. They graduated last Wednesday, and uh, there was 12 of them. And I must say they were 12 for 12 on having great sets. I was really, really impressed with you guys. So if you were on that show, if you came and watched, thank you for coming and watching. But my goodness, they were they they just... Had a great time. It was so fun. And uh, then we had a great weekend with JB Ball. We had some incredible guest sets as well. I mean, that's the thing. You know, comedy clubs get guest sets, and maybe you don't know who these people are. uh, But this weekend, you very well could have. 
One guy we had is one of my all-time favorite comedians. Just just a superb. And when he's on stage, I describe it as a fire hose of jokes. Frazier Smith. And Frazier, if you see Frazier, he snaps. He does the punchline. He snaps. It's set up punchline. He snaps his fingers, and the crowd goes wild. I think the guy did eight minutes on the Late Show Friday, and my goodness, did he destroy that room. Uh, so fun. Uh, Frazier, uh, for those of you who don't know about Frazier, because he's originally from Michigan, he made his name in Los Angeles as a rock and roll DJ. I believe he broke Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses in, on LA radio, which is insane if you think about it, but he's a riot of a comic. And then the other guy who came into guest sets all weekend was Mike Binder, who's one of the original Comedy Castle headliners going back to the 70s. Uh, he grew up in Detroit, moved to L.A., started out at the Comedy Store, came back to Detroit to headline the castle for years and years, went on to become a filmmaker, made tons of big Hollywood movies with people like Adam Sandler. And uh, I mean, you can look him up if you don't know what it is. And then he made recently the Comedy Store documentary on Showtime, the big five-part uh, documentary. And I told Mike when I saw him, I said, I think that comedy store documentary is the, the best documentary ever about comedy. I mean, who else? Uh, I mean, he, got, he interviewed everybody. It was amazing. So it was great to see Mike. He's trying. You see, he's doing stand up again. He had a great line. I'll hit you with this and then we'll talk about our interview. He says, he says, I'm doing stand up. It's been 30 years since I've done stand up. And they say it's just like riding a bike. It turns out it's like Joe Biden riding a bike. Uh, so that was great. Biden was so fun to hang out with and talk to. And, uh, you know, he, he put on a nice show. He did take some chances. He was figuring it out. So, you know, he did a couple things that maybe didn't hit as much as he wanted to, but he's a delight, man. Binder's, Binder's something else. And I think you know, maybe not a lot of people in the audience knew who he was when he walked out, but they really, he, he did a great job. It was super funny. So, all right, let's get into the interview. Because like I said, something happens on this one. I'm telling you, people, this is uh, one of my favorite. Hey, hey, this uh, Look, there is no doubt that this interview, what happens throughout the course of it, uh, has to be my favorite interview ever. You know, it, it just has to be. And I don't want to give away what happens. So I want you guys to listen organically. OK, but stick with it because something amazing happens. It, it shows the generosity of Craig Shoemaker and uh, especially if you're a comic, you know, if you're a comic, I'm telling you, Craig will tell you about appearing as Don Knotts when Don Knotts could not be Don Knotts. That's a great story. Uh, he had a great story about Kenny Loggins and his son, Cody Loggins. Cody tried comedy and you'll find out what happened there. Uh, Craig will tell you about being on Magic Johnson's Magic Hour, how that all went down. Uh, if you remember the, the, the Magic Johnson talk show from, I uh, got it must have been 98, 99, something like that. I can tell you about being on the Howard Stern show. I that was a great story. There's a lot of great stuff in here that he talks about and, uh, so funny. Uh, the Don Knotts impression. You'll hear a little Don Knotts. And I also told him, you know, Craig, 
Uh, one of the things, and you'll hear in the interview, is he likes to inspire people. He likes to use comedy to inspire folks. And you'll hear about uh, you know, inspiring the Los Angeles Lakers. You'll hear a story about that. And I also tell Craig about a young man. He's a, he's a student of mine. And uh, how he was inspired to get into comedy from Craig. And you'll hear that story. And you'll hear where that goes. And you may shed some tears because uh, I did. And I think with that being said, we'll throw it to the interview and we'll catch you on the other side. But folks, this is something else. Enjoy Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line, it's an honor to have Craig Shoemaker talking to me. Craig, how are you today? Is it a line anymore, Joel? I don't even think it's a line. We have to change all of our references now. Exactly. It, you know, but, are we really are we really taping our comedy sets? <laughs> is it taping really? I mean, wow. all those old references. Is it really an album that I had come out <laughs> a while ago? My my album from uh, 2003 just went cardboard. I'm very proud of that. So I just want you to put that word out. You should be very proud of that. I've seen guys (laughs) now, they actually have the the comedy albums. Our headliners occasionally will come in with a 12-inch vinyl comedy album that they sell after the show. They're selling them, huh? Well, they're not selling them to be heard because no one has a... a, (laughs) Uh, is he even called a record player anymore? Some people do. Like it's turntable. It's like if you're a real record nerd, if you're really into that, you might have one. But I think they throw like a download card in there with oh, it. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, you know, you put that up yeah. in your room, and and they add they 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 add a couple quarters that you can tape to the needle so it presses <laughs> right. down in case it's skipping. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's great to have you back at the club. Uh, how many years has it been that I mean, when did you first headline the Comedy Castle? How long ago was that now? Can we can you do the math on this? I will tell you the year. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll do I'm my positively. best. I'll do my best. 1991 was wow. my first time yeah, there. That's so. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I I used to work at the other place and uh for a couple few years and then Suddenly, Mark was not snobby, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he he allowed me in, and he hasn't been snobby ever since. Well, he's, he's had me every year since ninety, yeah, ninety one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And and you know, because it used to be uh, for those of you listening that maybe weren't around in certainly in the nineties or probably in the two thousands, there was a little territorial war in Metro Detroit for yes. headliners. And yes. if you could play Chaplin's comedy club or you could play the comedy castle and you couldn't do both, but I will tell you, and, and as far as I know, this was all coming from the Chaplin side. Well, I really don't know yeah. the answer to That's that. That's how I, I heard it. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I, I haven't spoken to uh, one of the Hargises in a while. No. I don't know. Are they are they are they alive? Um, yeah, I think you might have to talk to them through bars at this point. You know what I mean? I, I th- <laughs> oh, come on. No way. <laughs> no, I think I think Billy Hargis r- runs a pizzeria. Somebody told me uh-huh. that recently. And oh, I think the, so other, guy, to, the oh, other guy died. Club, those club. Oh, he died. Yeah, I think the other guy died. Bobby. Yeah, so, I think Bobby. Oh I don't I, you know, I don't uh-huh. I'm not. I, Bobby's not a guy. I, ever, I only really ever dealt with Billy. Um, and, and I'm not sure which guy was the bigger mafia wannabe. Maybe you can uh, tell me 
<laughs> which guy was higher on the food chain I, of I, fake mafia? I, I, I do recall sidearms, which I've never seen on Mark. I've never seen Mark Ridley carrying a carrying a piece. <laughs> no, he didn't have to. But Mark, see, Mark never cared. Mark was like, you know, comedy clubs, the best club and our headliners. If they play somewhere else, you know, we'll just wait a little while to bring them back. And if they're good, mm-hmm. they'll come back. And Chaplin's was like, oh, you can't play the comedy castle. And yeah. fuck you. You're not coming back to our place. So, right. yeah. Yeah. That's well, how that went. I, I, I'm there since 91 says something. We have a great relationship. We have a personal relationship. Yeah. We've both been, we've both been through wives. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm divorced. By the way, all my shows at the Comedy Castle this weekend are benefit shows and all proceeds go to my ex-wife. <laughs> she, she got a, she got all my, she got half my jokes in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so she left, my lawyer was terrible. He just got left me with the setups. Yeah. And by so, the way, uh, so, yeah. so a, uh, a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah, all you, if you can you want do rest, legally. If you want, what the rest you can go to my ex-wife she'll give you the punchline she's uh <laughs> she's actually booked here uh for next year so just not to, not to put but you know i she's mean a, it's she's the love mistress baby i'll <laughs> suck the chrome off a bumper baby yeah yeah she should do that that would be great be like gallagher had yeah. gallagher too yeah you know he had his he had his brother doing his act mm-hmm. i'll sell i yeah i'll, I'll have my it's about time she works. I was thinking about remarrying her, but I think she'd figure out that she, I'm, I'm marrying her for my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, uh, yeah, you've been through, I mean, you were married to, and I know you've talked about this before. I've heard you. One of the all time uh, great, I mean, if, if you're a movie fan and you're around my age, mm-hmm. we all know Nancy Allen was one of the most gorgeous actresses of her day. You were married to Nancy Allen, dude. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. For a very for a very brief time mm. and and then uh you know she got another movie. <laughs> <laughs> she we got too big for you. It was that That's was that it? It, No, no, I meant another man. Oh you know, yeah, but, well. Another you know, I mean so. Come on, Dan. If you don't know Nancy Allen, RoboCop, all those De Palma movies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Great. She was married to De Palma too. Oh. Boy, so, boy. Yeah, she, quite diverse but uh yeah she's very very nice i don't see her very much nah, but okay. uh you know um well let's talk about current day you know yeah. my, my lovely life that i have today <laughs> <laughs> on now on dating apps which okay. didn't exist they didn't exist back in yeah. when i was playing the comedy castle and did you know and i have no idea how my theory joel is if if our parents had dating apps we wouldn't be here no, right now absolutely not it's so fickle that you'll yeah. see a pimple on someone up. Just swipe, <laughs> swipe. Don't like the beard, swipe. <laughs> I, yeah, I was thinking if if Mrs. Edison mm-hmm. saw Mr. Edison on there and he had like a furrowed brow and she didn't like, she could swipe and that'd be the we'd have no light bulb. <laughs> if this is the case. It's that easy to change history. It is. Yeah. I, I don't well, think about things that way. Yeah. But I mean, people, people got married just because they were the, the, the kid, you know, the girl down the street and you just yes. marry her and stuff like that. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And now you put, now you put in a radius and, <laughs> and now they're, they're, they're calling me from Guam. They're contacting Whoa. me. Apparently, apparently I'm hot in Guam and hey. Thailand. That's good. Listen, you could you could be the top comic over there. I'm sure they're. Oh yeah. Well. They need some. They probably need some entertainment. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I I got to go somewhere to you know 
to find new audience. No, well, but you're, you're, you have a very loyal audience that comes to the comedy castle every time. It's great. Amazing. I am so grateful yeah. to them. My friend Debbie, I met actually back in the chaplain's days in yeah. the 80s, and she's been showing up every single year since. Wow. Always with a photo album, an old school <laughs> photo album. And, uh, you know, she's just been awesome, Debbie Nay. And she, you know, back in the 80s, and, you know, she had a limousine for me. And it's wow. just, just crazy. Man. She is definitely, she, she, she really enjoys my comedy, which has certainly changed a lot since the 80s. Mm -hmm. and, my, and my mullet cut and members only <laughs> jacket and gerbo pants or <laughs> so, parachute pants. I've, definitely come a long way but yeah. uh yeah there's a number of people that they've been just coming back for years i just feel so grateful well that's great i mean yeah and and uh, you know you don't and and you know it's not like people uh you know you've been coming and then people are like okay we've seen it we don't come they come every time which if you've never seen craig just know that like this is a guy who brings people back time after time since 1991 yeah. I just, I'm like McDonald's a, <laughs> a billion jokes served and you're coming back for more that's right man. but you'll feel better with my what you consume with me you'll feel much better than you would McDonald's you want yeah. there's no after there's no after effects except for a sore face my <laughs> you know I you know I do a long show okay yeah so you know and the people come up afterwards they go my face hurts mm -hmm. you know, I got I love when they tell me this, I have Bell's palsy so <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for some more people have Bell's palsy well make them make them sore from laughing I do I would love to see some new people you know what happens is it's kind of like Amway you know there in Michigan if you tell six people, it becomes like a pyramid, <laughs> and then we pack it out there. At, yeah. At yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's hope we do it this weekend. Go, get, go on ComedyCastle.com, get your tickets. I'm going to warn you about something when you come to Detroit. I don't want to scare you. I think you'll uh -oh. be immune to this, but let me describe what's happening in our town right now. Uh -oh. uh, uh -oh. Sort of a new pandemic, something that, uh, you know, maybe wear a mask. I don't know if you do that when you travel, but there's something going around here, Craig. And it's oh, called you, you, it's called lion's fever, and I'm I think you're oh. going to be immune to that when you get here, but the Detroit Lions are having the greatest season they've had in like 50 years this oh, year. Oh, I am very happy about that. Yeah, I, isn't that crazy? I, 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 I caught the fever, man. You, I mean, you did? might be playing. Well, you might be against my Eagles in the in the playoffs. And that's what the I was going to bring up because the Eagles, the way, yeah, have yeah. the C one seed now, and we'd be the two seed. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I am a big fan of the Lions for many years. Oh. I can remember all the Lions that would come see my show yeah. through the year. All right. You know, I remember the kicker, Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray. Yeah, he was great. He used to come to a lot of my shows. A whole bunch of Doug English, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's just so many, so many Lions throughout the years. And uh, yeah. really, you know, they, they always got quality players mm -hmm. and they always had you know, yeah. they were good people. Rodney Pete is still a friend of mine okay, out yeah. here at L.A. And, you know, just so many of them. And I was just seeing a thing on Barry Sanders. They have a special out on him right now. I mean, he deserved better than he got. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And he... There's so many great players that came out of there. But 
I've always been a fan of the underdog. And yeah, do you mind if I say that you guys are underdogs? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's just it's 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 amazing the goodwill, and not even just the goodwill that people are sort of rooting for the Lions wherever they live. And then it's also like uh, they they say, well, you know, I just love watching them because this current team is so fun. They had that uh, that crazy game yesterday against uh, the Chargers, and uh, yeah, everyone's enjoying watching the games now. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm. Yeah, you got my old neighbor, my old neighbor, and uh, golf. Uh, he belonged to my country club. Jared Goff is your quarterback. He's doing exactly. okay, much better than he did with the Rams. Yeah. Well, we gave you the guy that you know. I mean, it was like when we lost when we traded Stafford over to the Rams. He won the Super Bowl, and it was like, well, that's the curse of the Lions, right there, right? Yeah, Here's exactly. the guy, and now we've got a guy that's better than him, really, at this point. Uh, oh well, definitely, oh, so, yeah, way, yeah. way better this year, especially. Yeah. I think they got what they could out of uh, Stafford. They got themselves a championship, and now, now it's your turn. And I'm, mm. I'm rooting for you until you play the. Eagles. <laughs> until we play the Eagles, and then that's the only time I want to root off. for it. Everybody else, I want you to win. All right, well, thank you, and then I'm sure if you if you bring that up because I've seen comics. That come to and they a lot of it, they genuinely will say no matter where they're from they're like I love the Detroit Lions the Lions are so great you know because everyone's you know everyone's wearing all the the the, the stuff now all well the they're gear. like you know it's it's like the lovable Lions <laughs> you know of course you love them yeah. it's just they've been on the doorstep well yeah actually I don't even I'd say more in the gutter <laughs> <laughs> maybe not a doorstep mm. I remember one year ninety. Uh, 96- Six or seven, they were playing in the playoffs and against my Eagles, and mm-hmm. the Eagles just thrashed them. I actually <laughs> felt bad. Yeah. I felt bad for them. But uh, anyway, well, maybe some of the Lions will come to my show because you know, here I got a story for you. Okay. Speaking of sports teams and laughter, right? Mm-hmm. I got two stories for you. You know, I have an organization called Laughter Heals. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the guy who directed the Love Master movie, my movie. We were in Arizona watching that game because he's from Philly as well, back in 96, 97, whatever it was. And his wife is ovulating. I said, do the love master, right? Because <laughs> it works for other people. Like I set her up, you knock her down, baby. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, oh, wait a minute. The first time I ever heard this was in Detroit. These two people came up after my show. Thank you so much. I thought it was a normal thank you. That's okay. And they go, no, mm. no, really. We were told we couldn't have a child. And then oh. my husband goes home and does the love master and apparently <laughs> things got loosened up and now we have a baby girl. Thank you very much, Craig. Uh, and that was the very, actually, yeah, it was in Detroit. That's, cra- and then that's I, crazy. I, that's I, great. I, I told, I told golds this and sure enough, I went and got sandwiches, came back when we beat the lions and he, he, uh, they conceived Kayla and was born uh, nine months later. And then a year, a year and a half after that, he got brain cancer he, and they gave him three months to live. Yeah. And it was so sad. Wow. It's his little, two-year-old now and anyway he showed up for all i formed this organization called laughter heals i take people through guided lapidation get prescriptions and stuff like that laughter being the best medicine he showed up for all of it he lived 15 years past that prognosis okay 15 years and he ended up ended up in hospice and we filmed this for a movie went in there i said golds do you even know i'm here because he ended up in a coma he's in really bad coma Uh. i was like I don't know, he's just staring, and I waved in front. He wouldn't look at me. Finally, I said, "What can I do for you?" I said, "You want me to jerk you off?" <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, "I'll give you a handy." I never done anybody but my own. He came out of a coma, Joel. He goes, yeah, ah! <laughs> he laughed. Yeah, 
But laughter really is healing. I'll give you an example. So which one came first? 2000. Okay. So the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq were Mm -hmm. fighting. They were in last place. You can look this up in Mm -hmm. 2003, January 27th. They have an off night in Sacramento. And I talked to Phil Jackson. I said, listen, laughter really works. Why don't you make it mandatory? He did. Night off. They go to a comedy show in Sacramento. I set it all up. They sat next to one another. He made it mandatory. (laughs) Every player was there. The Lakers, they were in last place at the time. Yeah. They won 17 of the next 20, and they won the championship that oh, year. Man. That's the la- that's the energy of laughter, what it does. Then the following year, you know, the, remember the curse of the Bambino? Yeah, and yeah. Boston Red Sox, yeah. 86 years, they had never won a mm-hmm. championship. They blamed Bucky Dent. They blamed <laughs> Bill right. Buckner. Yeah. Bill Buckner. And so I talked to my friend Johnny Damon. They were down three games to nothing. No one has ever come back, by the way. I said, put my DVD in, Johnny, to show it to the boys in the clubhouse. So he shows it all the players. They laughed. They went out and they reversed the whole thing. They 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 beat the Yankees. And then he was terrible in the playoffs. And then yeah. his last game against the Yankees, he had seven RBI grand slam in Yankee Stadium. They clinched, went to the World Series. They swept the Cardinals. And I said, Johnny, call my radio show. I said, what's the difference? Because there's a lot of great teams, maybe even better teams than us, but we had the most fun. And there you go. That's what. So I encourage anybody to go out to a comedy show. Even if it's not me, you relieve stress. You're making yourself better just by being, even vibrationally, by being around laughter. It's so good for you. It adds life. Nice. And I got an inspirational story about you as well from Uh uh, a guy. He's, He's a young comedian. His name's Chris Barrett. And he was one of my he's one of my students from my, my comedy class. Uh-huh. And uh, he hit me up last week and he said, are, are you going to interview Craig Shoemaker? I said, yeah, he says he's and I'm, I'm sort of reading some of his his text to me. He says he was the first comedian that he watched that ever what made him want to do stand up. That was you. And he watched it while he was serving in Iraq. Wow. Yeah. And he said that was the guy when I got back from the service because, you know, he's not a young guy. I think he might be in the late 30s or 40s. And he said, I wanted to do stand up from watching. Oh, Craig. my God. Isn't That's that great? So, I love hearing that. And, yeah, and Chris also from Detroit told me I was his first show ever. Okay. Nice. Um, what, um, 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 why am I blanking on his Chris name? Chris Newberg? Yeah, Chris Newberg. Chris Newberg. Yeah, Chris yeah, Newberg. Yeah. Chris yeah. Newberg. He said I was his first comedian ever nice. saw, and so I guess anyone named Chris come to my show. <laughs> come to the you show. You might end up doing stand-up comedy. You never know. <laughs> but speak, uh, speak. hey, I have I have something to propose to you. Okay, live live on this podcast. Sure, let's do it. Ask Chris if he wants to open for me this week. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You're there serious. You go. I'm a big guy who gives back. I Wait don't know a if minute. You knew that. I love giving back. Well, usually, let me ask you this before we get a hold of Chris. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, you okay? Let me put you. You usually come with one opening act. Are you bringing an opening act? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That'll be you my need opening, an act. opening act. You want Chris uh, Barrett to open for you? Well, I could. I have a lot of choices, but now that you told me that he's, beautiful he, story, he's a good guy. He's a good, and he'd when, be funny. But, he'd be funny. Let's just make this a, a beautiful story that has a great oh ending where he gets God, his you chance me? to open for the guy that inspired him. So I think that's a, you know, I, I love making things happen for people. All right. I'm going to see. I'm going to tell him to call me. I don't have, it's like a Facebook thing. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm going to see if you, maybe he'll call while we're still talking. Maybe. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe not. We'll make that offer to him. I'll make that offer and, uh, and we'll see what he says. Sometimes, sometimes things are fake. You never know. Well, dude, I mean, that's, that's just shows. I mean, that says a lot about you to take an un sort of unknown guy. I mean, I'll, I'll endorse him because I think he's funny. I mean, you know, um, but you usually bring an opening act, which is, you know, sometimes unusual, but I think you'd like to have somebody, you know, in front of you. That's why I'm blown away. You know, I brought one time before she was famous is Whitney Cummings. Do you remember that? I don't, I don't think I was, I mean, maybe I wasn't there for that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 2005. Really? Okay. Yeah. She sold my merch. She opened for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, I don't want to tell her this, but Mark said no to her. Really? Well, <laughs> for the next time. Well, now, now she <laughs> says no to him. So that it comes, <laughs> comes around, goes around. Sorry, Mark, to real, say that. Really no, 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 no. Well, she plays theaters when she comes to town. So. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure she'd be, open, you know, if she wanted to do the club, you know, sort of, you know. Make that For old time sake. <laughs> right. You know what? When she goes and plays there, I'll, I'll send her with my CDs and she can sell them after the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you time one time you brought an opening act. Uh, you, you'll probably remember this, but I thought this was great. You brought a, a guy named Cody Loggins with you to open for you. Oh, my God. And that's Cody, right. Cody Loggins is Kenny Loggins' son, and he was just getting into stand-up. And I guess you and Kenny are friends. Am I right about that? Yeah. You were helping, helping his son yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, I coach comedy. I was mentoring him. And, yeah. um, and he, uh, we wrote a funny bit about his dad, you know, Kenny. Yeah. A lot of people. He, by the way, he just had his last show. Of yeah, his life. I heard that. That's, that's Yeah, it's called the This Is It Tour. But uh, I saw him. I saw him a few uh, like two weeks ago, that's Kenny. Funny. And um, Cody had a bit where you know his dad's really into colonics. <laughs> okay. Like he even mar- he even married his colon therapist oh, in yeah. the news. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, so anyway, he uh, <laughs> he had this thing that he had like imported from Italy and it's, it looks like a cappuccino machine, Yeah, but it's really for colonics. Yeah. And the joke that his son did was he literally built his own poo corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But yeah, you were really, you were really working Cody pretty hard that weekend about something. You even said to him, I don't know if you remember this, you go, you know, Saturday afternoon after the Friday night show, you go, you're going to go to Joel's comedy class tomorrow on Saturday in the afternoon, and you're going to work with Joel. So he came and worked with me. It was really cool. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, That's awesome. I guess neither one of us did anything because he quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he got quit he, comedy. He's got Kenny Loggins money, Craig. Come on. Yeah, what are you going to do? True. Not anymore. Now that. <laughs> <laughs> The colonic Kenny's, lady's Kenny, got the money. Now. Kenny's off the road. He's off the and, road. And divorced from the colonics. Yeah, he deserves um, it. But the, yeah, I mean, uh, Kenny was a lot of my history in comedy. I used to open for him. I toured with him yeah. for a whole year and a half when I was really young. And what an introduction to all of these big venues that I had never yeah. would have dreamed of seeing. Mm-hmm. I played all of them. The, the one in... Um, wasn't it was it called Poplar Creek? Is that your town? No, that's no, Chicago. No, but is Chicago. that like there's that like their amphitheater or something like yeah, that? Yeah, what's your amphitheater? Well, Pine Knob. Pine Knob. Pine yes, Knob that's is exactly. the one. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. I played there with okay, him and opened yeah. for him. And it ended up that we were on Broadway together. And I got my name in lights on Broadway. Kenny yeah. Loggins, special guest, Craig Shoemaker. And right before the show, he goes, Craig, I'm freaking out. Can you sing? <laughs> Tris is sick. 
So one of the guys was sick. I yeah. had to learn the bass, the bass line. I'm like, sure, Kenny, I can sing bass. <laughs> I was so nervous. I had to sound like Mickey Mouse. Wow. Foot loose, foot loose. You know, and I, you know, and I'm all right. You do, 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 do. I'm all anyway. So I had to do the bass line. I came out back out with sunglasses. Yeah. And so no one saw the pain in my eyes. And my friends came. They took the train up from Philadelphia. They're completely obliterated. Yeah. You know, and they they fell asleep in the front row after my set. And then one of them wakes up during the acoustic set. It's really quiet. Broadway theater, <laughs> Neil Simon theater. All of a sudden you hear Yo, there's shoes singing with Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Dude, poo corner is <laughs> So, yeah, oh. it was, it's been quite a fun career. That's, that's great. for sure. All right, I'm going to give you a couple. On that same note, let's do a couple celebrity stories. You had some real good ones. Uh, you, you, you've been known to impersonate Don Knotts, and I think you got to know him. Am I correct about that? Yeah. Um, I did, and I got a call a few years ago, a couple of years ago, from his daughter. She's writing a book. He passed away a number of years ago. Matter of fact, when I was in Detroit, oh, I remember okay. I got the news. Yeah. I remember got, they they interviewed me on TV and stuff because I'm pretty much known as doing a Don Knotts impression. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you watch the movie Pleasantville, they called me because he was sick, and I replaced him for half the movie is actually my voice dubbing him. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's him as an old guy. So it's him, like, he circles. The t- so here it is. This is me as an old, <laughs> old Don Knotts. The, re- the TV repairman in Pleasantville. <laughs> okay. So if you watch the movie. I've watch seen the, it. Yeah, I had no idea it was you, but okay. He circles the apple in the telestrator. It's my voice going, boom, what do you call that right there, bud? The forbidden fruit here in Pleasantville. I'm your... I'm your TV repairman, bud. Wow. Yeah, and I don't think you really know the difference. No. So anyway, I got a call from his, the daughter, and she says, Craig Shoemaker? I said, yes. She says, Karen Knotts. I'm writing a book about my dad called Tied Up in Knots, and I want you in the book. You're my dad's favorite comedian. So I, I was flattered. I did the interview, and then I met her a few weeks later. She's in Burbank in, like, the second row. I go, hey, everybody, it's Karen Knotts, and blah, blah, blah. I said, I do an impression of your dad. It was too late to ad lib, but I, the impression I do is Barney Fife doing pornography. <laughs> so there I am imitating her dad, like humping, <laughs> humping the air, like banging Aunt B. Take it all, Aunt B. Back up. <laughs> Give me the full bullet on top of the ironing board here. Oh, yeah. Take, did you come? And then and she's looking at me going, I sound nothing like my dad. <laughs> so, so anyway, it was so, it was embarrassing, but. She she got over it. I think I haven't seen her since. Well, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I just such a fan of his. Yeah. growing up. I mean, he was my idol. Absolutely, he was so great. He won I mean, more Emmys than anybody. Did he really? Okay, for for Andy Griffith, huh? And, and he had the record. He, yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah, I loved him. I mean, it's, it was even for me seeing him as sort of you know a little tiny kid. You know, in those, you know, Apple Dumpling Gang and stuff. And then it's like for right. his company. And then he was doing kind of this raunchy stuff. And he was great in both. You know, the guy was amazing. Love Don Knotts. All right. And uh, then can you, how much Magic Johnson stuff can we get into with what time we have remaining? <laughs> oh. You were on the talk I was, show. They, I, was to- I was told by Rodney Pete, your yeah, old quarterback, right. that I got to put that away. Because he goes on. He goes on vacation with another friend of mine, Sam Jackson. The three of them and their wives go on yachts in <laughs> in Europe for a month. 
So I guess he uh, might be over me making fun of him. I don't know. <laughs> but the way the way that that happened, and I was, uh, you know, I was uh, certainly, uh, you know, I became a fan of yours right around then. And and also from mm-hmm. Howard Stern, which I don't know if we'll have time to talk about Howard. But anyway, um, th- that was a weird thing. Magic had come on, right? And Magic wasn't doing well. And then you came on. Am I right about the timeline here? And then they no. broomed you out? No. Is that not how it happened? No. Tell me how it happened. I was hired to begin with. Yeah, hired to begin with. Okay. To be his co-host. And they said, you're going to tell the jokes. Yeah. Like, that's the monologue. You mm-hmm. tell the jokes. He sets you up. But they panicked. They brought in writers from the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. A guy had a members-only jacket and a mullet haircut trying to write contemporary jokes. And uh, I'll just give you one impression. Every time I tell a joke, <laughs> Magic go, oh, Craig, you are bad. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Now he's not going to come on the show. <laughs> a celebrity didn't want to look bad, so he always oh. threw me in the wood chipper. Oh, Craig, you are bad. So mm. anyway, I can't wait to have a reunion with him. Did you know this? I listen to a podcast. So everybody says, oh, they're talking about you on this podcast. Okay. It was Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. all the talk show hosts yeah, during today. the strike, they put us during thing the together. strike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strike force five or something like that. <laughs> so three of them were also almost offered the part that I got. Oh, really? The okay. Yes. As a matter of fact, Stephen Colbert still has the, the, the paraffin, like the t shirts and oh, the hats really? wow. from when he was almost the co host. And I think Jimmy Fallon and Maybe Seth Myers, all these people <laughs> were a pro. Jimmy Kimball, too. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? Right. Yeah, so, and they all ended up making a lot of money, and I'm still trying to fling <laughs> tickets at the comedy castle. <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, it was good exposure. I mean, you get stories. I was a good, you know, it was a legendary. I mean, like the thing about Magic's show not being good wasn't that people hate magic. It wasn't that magic was a dick. Like Chevy Chase's when his thing failed, it's like, well, I was a dick anyway. Who cares, right? But with right. magic, it was just like, you know, he's this great basketball player and everybody loves him and stuff. He it just he was just the wrong guy for the job. You know, so I don't think that one, you know, that doesn't reflect on you at all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You have no idea well, what listen. I went through. Yeah, not, not a good career move. No, but come on. We'll leave, well, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I'm an, right, real quick. All this, all this adversity, I turn it into. Right. I just turn it into funny, man. All that's right. just how you, that's the alchemy of comedy. All right. I'm going to tell you this real quick, and then, then we'll let you go. I'm watching today, just in my research, I was thinking about what stuff do I need to, you know, maybe refresh that Craig's done that I loved. The the Holly Weird Squares on the Howard Stern show. You were so fucking funny on that, dude. It was unbelievable. So so they so real. It was it was great. And and you were saying I didn't realize what. So what Howard Stern did was he did a a Hollywood Squares with the Whack Pack guys. Well, well, let me let me tell you what the the story behind this. So. I was a regular on the Hollywood squares, the right. real one, real with, you know, Tom Bergeron, mm-hmm. and, which was really crazy for me because my dream when I was a kid was I, I thought that Paul Lind, I yeah. used to try to fix him up with my mother because I read an article. He was single. I didn't know why he was. I thought he was happy. Hello. <laughs> 
So I want him to marry my mother and adopt me and I would be a stepson and we would be the first father and son team on the Hollywood square. Yeah, yeah. That was my dream. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like Craig and Paul Lynn for the win, please. <laughs> and we're up in the box together. Take it, son. It's a sports <laughs> question. You know, that's, that was my vision, but he died. So yeah. he blew my vision. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm in the squares and, you know, so it's, it's like a dream for me. And then I get called to do Stern show. Mm-hmm. I fly in. I took a red eye. I'll never forget yeah. it. I don't think he's going to interview me about some things that were going on at the time. I just won comedian year and all that. Yeah. No, he, they said, you're not even going to be in the studio with him. We have you set up in this office space. And I go up there and there's cameras. There's cameras that are facing this table and the table had masking tape with the guests. It said, Craig Shoemaker. Crackhead Bob, <laughs> retard Gary. I mean, it, it's just one after another. Yeah. You know, KKK guy, yeah. angry black guy. Yeah, right. I mean, it was it was hilarious. And then he has these monitors set up like a tic tac toe board, mm-hmm. and he shows me. He goes, "Look at this. This is so funny." And we're just looking into the monitor. So anyway, but was, it was so I'm thinking they're going to interview me. Here I'm on with all the whack pack, and <laughs> yeah. Tom Bergeron is right. the contestant. Yeah, he was, he was against, playing. Going against another whack, <laughs> so I'm next to. What's good? The, the, I, yeah, you're not supposed to say retard, but that's the name. That was his name. So, and then I, I was trying to help him with the answers. Like I would slip him a piece of paper, and then I'm trying to like move it along, you know. <laughs> and and yeah. he just looks at me, and goes, "I can't read." <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my God! But yeah, you, that was it's. I want it's on YouTube if anyone wants to watch it. And really? you are just great because you can't believe that you're there for that, and you're just and it just made it so fun. And, you know, Bergeron's there playing along too. He didn't seem insulted by uh, you know. By no, being no. Well, he but, had a much better position than I had. <laughs> <laughs> he was being interviewed as the host of Hollywood Squares. I was this one of the whacks. Yeah, no, it was super fun. I mean, I thought. I mean, and, and the fact that you were a good sport about it, I mean, to yeah. a point, you know, it was fun, man. I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed when Howard was a little edgier than he is now. I, I don't know if I'm such a big fan. Well, it's so I understand say that. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I like his interviews. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's I a really that. great interviewer. He is. Yeah. He is. I like it better than show, tell me your cup size. You know, I mean, I'm a little, <laughs> little done with that. Well, you know, he also the, the thing you could argue, too, is that he did it. You know, he did it and he did it. You know, he's already done that bit. Right. Doesn't need to oh, yeah. anymore. So. But yeah, then again, that was bef- that was before I was in comedy watching that stuff mm-hmm. and hilarious. So. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about. Oh, uh, the, the tr- your coaching. You're doing that yes. now. Tell everybody about that before we go. I love it. Yeah. I do a thing called winning with humor. We go on Zoom. It's a number of people that we all go in and I teach them skills of life and how to use humor in your life to make things, you know, no matter what you can do in your life, no matter what you're faced with, humor is the best way to, uh, you know, challenges, mm-hmm. obstacles, whatever it is. That's the best way to get through it. And I teach people how to be funnier, no matter who you are, not to be a stand up. I obviously help stand ups mm-hmm. as well. But uh, as a matter of fact, a, a doctor just texted him. I should read his text and it says, oh, my God. My speech was amazing that now somebody else hired me for a speech immediately following 50 different text messages. When I hear stuff like that or some other guy that did a TED talk or someone or a woman that has a better relationship with her daughter, I am so happy. I have developed a program, (laughs) step-by-step program to deprogram 
some of our thoughts and conditions that we've been subjected to our entire lives and live a life of love and laughter and left, you know what I mean? Life, yeah. you know, that's what we need. We need to stop the division in the world of politics and it's, it's all corrupt. So just uh-huh. go with laughter. Laughter is something that's neutral. It's, you know, there's no religion attached to it. There's no leaders. You just go and you laugh and it's so good for you. So that's what I'm really into now. That's great. Well, Craig, we're going to see you this weekend for five big shows. And uh, we're going to see you this weekend. It's going to be great. I'm going to give Chris a call, break the news. So it'll it'll be broken on the show. So when you listen, you'll hear his honest reaction to the offer. Oh, and you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't put put us both let on me, right Let me now. try to do that. Well, here's what we'll do. Let me, uh, okay. let me see if we can do that. We'll, uh, so if you're listening to this on the podcast, stay tuned. I'll try to do that. Okay. You know what? Here's what I'll do. How about I just call him and I patch you in? Would that be cool? So then he wouldn't be any of the wiser. Absolutely. All right, let's do that. All right. Give me, give me I'm two have, seconds. Okay. I'm yeah. have a surprise for him. All right, let's do it. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm all right. All right, how are you man. doing? Yeah, it's Joel. How are you, you doing? All right. Yeah. Okay, man. I just checking just... with you because, um, you know, I got to, I was talking to somebody about you recently, and um, if you've got a second, can you just stay on the phone? I'm going to try to patch him in. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Stay stay on the phone with me, and uh, we'll we'll see if we can't. Uh, can you can you still hear me, dude? Hello. Chris, can you hear me? Chris, you still there? I'm still there, yeah. And uh, I think if our other friend is there, why don't you introduce yourself to Mr. Chris? My name is Craig Shoemaker. I don't know if you know who I am. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Joel just patched us in here. Yeah. Yes, because I have a surprise for you, if you can do it, if you, you like to open for me this weekend at the Comedy Castle. Oh, yeah. Hey, definitely. Um, I don't know if Joel told you the kind of the story oh, or yeah. anything, but yeah, I was... Oh, uh, you mean about, about how you stink and, and I, I'm going to give you a break <laughs> anyway? <laughs> it's going to be perfect uh-huh. because... The audience is going to be begging for somebody to tell the joke. He told he told me that he wants to put somebody in front of me that will make me look good. Because <laughs> okay. I'm having a struggle getting laughs. So I, I have to, if I contrast, I'll look really, really good. Well, no, right seriously, <laughs> if we can be serious for a moment. Okay. He mentioned, you're not the first Chris. Chris Newberg is the same thing. I was yeah. the first comedian you ever saw inspired him and i think that's the story with you is i i believe you got a little you got a little inspired and um i thought that was great and i said you know what i'm gonna get rid of my opening act and put you in there that would that'd be awesome um my sergeant actually when i was in the army he gave me your dvd and he's like, hey, you got to watch this guy. It's awesome. I mean, I had watched comedy before, but like I had never gotten too serious into it until I saw your DVD. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> I I think I still have it around here somewhere, unless it got lost on the trip from Germany to here. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Big fan. <laughs> well, <laughs> so be well an honor. 
Are you? Well, are you I'll, be, I'll be a fan of yours this weekend. We'll do that, and uh, we got shows. Those the show times, Thurs- so I can know what they are. They are Thursday at seven thirty p.m. Uh, Friday Perfect. at seven fifteen and nine forty-five p.m. and Saturday at seven p.m. and nine thirty p.m. Oh, good Lord. Friday. I can't wait for that late show. <laughs> It'll <laughs> be fun. Yeah, Chris. Wait to wait see what that's like. Uh, Chris will have fun. Chris is a good we'll guy. Break, good we're going to break in there. All I need is eight minutes to get my intro right. We're good to go. And you will be happy to know I was just with Chappelle last week. Oh, wow. it was it was giving me full credit for being the first comedian he ever opened for. Wow. And he turned out he turned out all right. Yeah. Yeah, no pressure, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then one time I used, I brought uh, Whitney Cummings to uh, the Comedy Castle with me. She opened for me, sold my merchandise, and um, Judd Apatow, Ugh. he oh, he opened for me. So, uh, you're next. That's you're it. next, Chris. Yeah, this is it. Well, I'm super excited. It's uh, amazing. I thought I thought Joel was just gonna call and uh, make fun of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I told I told it's Craig surprised. the story. You can listen to this podcast when I post it, and told him the story, and and it just he needs an opener, and you you're gonna be the guy. Awesome. And you might have to All sell right. the merchandise. That's the other. <laughs> oh well, I don't know if I'm gonna bring any. So you right, might well, luck out. You know, oh, I got some stickers. Maybe I'll right. sell some stickers. It's the stickers for him, Chris. <laughs> yeah. You'll it's do that. This is all part of the fraternity hazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's nothing compared to the armed forces. Oh man, I don't have to get a tattoo any anywhere, do I? Or yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I've, I've, I've got a little comedy tattoo to put on you. Well, listen. I'll be, it'll be a pleasure working with you. I can't wait to see you. And um, I'll see you all there. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks so much. Hope you're happy with your little surprise, Chris. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Super excited. All right, Chris. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Craig. Love you. We'll see you this weekend. All right, man. Yeah. I I told Craig Shoemaker I loved him at the end of that call. But I do. Because the generosity that he showed to Chris Barrett uh, to appear on this weekend shows is unbelievable. That's just incredible. And, and you know, Chris may not have sounded that excited. I, when, when it happened, I said, oh, man, Chris, you'd be a little more excited. He is over the moon. I've been chatting with him. We're going over his act. You know, I'm trying to help him, you know, get to the best eight minutes that he can do this weekend in front of Craig. So it's happening this weekend. Craig Shoemaker and opening act Chris Barrett this weekend. Dreams coming true. Craig, you are an amazing dude. You're an amazing soul. You're a great comic. And... I mean, when you talk about inspiring people, I mean, I don't think you can hear that story without being inspired, without being moved. I'm being moved again. I was moved when I did it. I listened back uh, for editing purposes. I was moved then, and I'm moved talking about it now, okay? I'm a human being. I can cry. Uh, that's going to do it. I mean, come on, guys. You got it. it if you weren't going to come this weekend to see Craig Shoemaker, just know that you're also going to get to see Chris live out his dream on the Comedy Castle stage. And uh, what's that worth to you? I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a pretty special weekend. So thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks again to Craig, to, to Chris Barrett. 
We'll catch you next time, guys. We'll let you go. What a show.